County Produced by the E, the HNIC, repping New York City Live and direct, cause he always come correct When he does an interview, it makes the streets so him. He stimulates the brain, your mobile device And he smash like the Hulk when he claps you with advice It's all about the news when he drops and beats home So pay close attention, shit's about to explode Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side in New York City, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Ephraim Guzman, and my guest today, he's back once again. You've seen him wrestle in all Japan, GWF, WWE, WCW, and he's also a Gamecocks, South Carolina football player. Ladies and gentlemen, the man behind the mask, Del Wilkes. Del, welcome back again, man. Appreciate well, I appreciate you having me back. I, I've been looking forward to this. Thanks for the opportunity. No, not a problem. Last time we talked, the DVD was in the process of coming out. It's already out there. What's the word on it? How's how's the public receiving it? Very well. It, it, it's gone beyond any expectations we had. Uh, you know, in the beginning when we embarked on this endeavor, I was really unsure how uh, the wrestling fans would... Uh, would respond. Um, when I got out of the business, I literally just disappeared and fell off the face of the wrestling earth and, and for years and years. And uh, just recently, the last few years, it's come back around. And, and that's due to a number of reasons, but with uh, being out of sight, out of mind for so long, uh, I wasn't sure how the fans would respond, but they, uh, they gave us a good indication with the Kickstarter campaign. We set out to originally because it's not a WWE produced DVD. It's not a DVD produced by ESPN. This is your DVD from the people and you want to bring it to them and it's not like, you know, you had a big um, funding from a company. This is all grassroots and it's basically your honest life. You know, if people want to see Del Wilkes, you know, besides the man behind the mask, besides the wrestling gimmick, the Patriot, they see you in your football days and you struggling like every man will struggle because you work just like the average 
average, you know, nine to five Joe, you know, and everybody has issues and everybody has problems and everybody overcomes them, and you prove that it could be overcome. on the DVD you know there's a lot of other wrestlers that have DVDs as well but yours is quite unique because it's 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 very how you say it's almost like you bring everyone into your lives and people you know as you know behind the mask is like the perfect title for the DVD because everyone gets to see what you actually went through and the struggles that you did you know you talked about it on austin's podcast i believe he was on it twice and you know that's just like the it's almost like the icing and you know you didn't even have the cake the dvd is basically the cake of it you know and you know you've been through a lot and you you know you overcame a lot who do you owe besides you know the lord upstairs who do you really owe that recognition to who do you owe like you know is there anybody out there that made a break for you like you know gave you the inspiration also to come out of it well, obviously, first and foremost, is the Lord. But there were an awful lot of family members and friends that, uh, you know, had every reason to turn their back and, and walk away from me because of, you know, time and time again, they thought I was on the right path. And, you know, with, with the rehab on four different occasions, and, of course, I'm sure they all had high hopes that, you know, this time Bill's going to get it right. This time he's going to be different. This time he's going to be the old Bill that we know and love, and, and this time he's going to have to act together, and time and time again, I didn't. So I'm so thankful to family and friends that stuck in there with me. A mom that wore her knees out praying for me, uh, you know, just the support of other family members, and uh, then a lot of friends that just uh, refused to give up on me. They, they knew the person I was before the addiction, and they felt confident mm. that that person was still there, that uh, he just needed some work and he needed some help. So uh, there's just a lot of people that I'm very, very thankful that uh, are a part of my life and were a part of my life at that time where I desperately and critically needed their love and their support and their prayers. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a testament to you how you overcame it because you know, there's people that deal with struggles every day and there's people who are still caught in, in you know, they're still caught in that contract, they're still caught in the devil's world and you know, sometimes, you know, you definitely do need Jesus in your life sometimes, you know, or if a person who doesn't believe in Jesus or, you know, there's a lot of people who are atheists out there as well, they find some other way of overcoming it. But you owe everything to the Lord, correct? Oh, absolutely. There's a there's an old um, uh, Southern gospel song uh, entitled, Where Could I Go But To The Lord? Mm -hmm. And I had reached that point where 
influential person to you now past president future who like made an impact on your life She's a blessing to you, and I'm glad you have so much support. Also, I want to ask you, how many wrestlers actually saw the DVD and your former football mates? Did all your um, ex-football mates and, you know, ex-opponents, friends, wrestlers, like, do you know a handful that actually saw it besides Steve Austin? Did it actually see it? Yes. Oh, yeah, a number of them, of course. Uh, Steve Austin was the only Recently passed away, 
and uh, it gave me the opportunity uh, to be back around a bunch of my teammates that I hadn't seen in a long time. They got an awful lot of positive response and feedback from them, uh, those that had seen the DVD and really enjoyed it. So all the communities, basically, right? But, you know, it's also cool seeing your ex-Gridiron um, Gang um, um, teammates as well, right? Yeah, it, it does. And, and, and there were a couple of guys the other day, and it really, really made me very appreciative of what I was able to do uh, in talking to them. And uh, we met a lot of people at the visitation at the funeral that were friends of our coach that didn't play football for them. Uh, friends on a social setting, and, and maybe were friends at church, and uh, they didn't play for them, and they weren't around him in that setting. And to see my teammates talk to these people and express to these people the pride and joy they took in following my career. They were talking about getting to watch them on the Bob Hope Show in 1984 when he was a first-team consensus All-American, and then to be able to watch them as a professional wrestler. And it just, they took great pride and having a teammate that, that they could watch uh, do those things. So it made me very appreciative of their support. And I realized how much it meant to them. And listen, I can say the same thing. Uh, my teammate, George Ross, is one of the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. But it gives me great pride that I can help people out of a teammate that won a Heisman Trophy. Not a lot of those guys walk in the face of the earth. Mm. So I understand where they were coming from. And, and they, you know, expressed their pride in being able to follow my career. Yeah. What is so far like? Let me just ask you some random questions. What is the biggest surprise you've gotten from anyone? The biggest surprise I've gotten from anyone? Yeah. It could be anything random as a gift or a car or. Well, again, I'll refer to my wife, Kathy. Yeah. Here a couple of years ago, she knew um, how much Coach Kepler, Coach Kepler, my strength and conditioning coach in South Carolina. Yeah. Meant to me. Yeah. And the type of influence he had on my life. And uh, just the impression that he made on me. And I hadn't been able, it had been a, several years since I'd actually seen Coach Kepler face to face. And um, he lives down here in Charleston, South Carolina. And I was thinking at a church uh, in the Charleston area on this particular Sunday. And Kathy was insistent that I take her to a particular restaurant to go eat. And I didn't want to go there. I was in Charleston. I wanted to eat seafood. <laughs> this was a steakhouse and a warehouse, and I just could not understand why she wanted to go to this particular restaurant. But she begged me, she said, please, just let me eat. Well, I asked you to take us today, please. So I did. I went in. Don't want to but I did. But we showed up, and uh, I'm sitting there looking through the menu, and all of a sudden, through the door, comes walking Coach Kephart. And Kathy had planned every bit of this. She had called him and let him know that we were going to be in Charleston. I'd be speaking in a church in the area. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and it was one of the neatest, uh, most special, sweet surprises uh, that I've ever had. And it just came away to me. Uh, and uh, that's the kind of girl I'm there to Oh, uh, did, did um, Del shed a tear, or he was just, just flabbergasted? No, I, I, I didn't shed a tear, but it, it, it was emotional. And, you know, you can be emotional without crying. Yeah. And uh, it was a very emotional thing just to be able to see a guy that meant so much to me that influenced me in so many ways that it stuck with me for all my bad times. And then to think, too, that I've got a wife that, uh, you know, unselfishly, uh, you know, did this and set this up and was 
It's, it's, it's cool because, you know, I, you see, I see Kathy always actively on Facebook and yourself and, you know, she's promoting the DVD like crazy, you know, putting it out there, the T-shirts out there. And, you know, you know, you get some of the, you know, the, those messages that are not really cool, like, um, you know, there's the other Patriot and there's this and this and that. Do you want, do you have any responses for people that, you know, p- people know you are Del Wilkes, the original Patriot, but then, you know, you have certain wrestlers who are sorry, a wrestler who's using the, the Patriot gimmick. Um, I know you've been probably asked that plenty of times, but do you have any comments about that? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I, and, and I've made plenty of comments about it on Facebook and Twitter. And, um, you know, sometimes you have people that make nasty comments. Yeah. I, uh, I try to ignore them, but the ones that have been honestly duped and honestly fooled uh, are hundreds of them. And uh, I, find it, I find it very pathetic. Mm-hmm. Very sad uh, that a guy who had a mediocre career at best uh, now has to pretend to be someone else mm-hmm. uh, to even be somewhat meaningful in, in the wrestling world that he was never able to establish any type of success on his own or with any character that he created. But he's done it on the coattail of someone uh, who worked hard to get a character over and was over at every stop of the way. Every company I work for is a very popular character. And I've sacrificed good health doing so. I mean, 15 surgeries later, I struggle to get around and struggle with pain issues and things like that. Because here he is. He's gone so far. Not only does he just dress himself up and call himself the Patriot, but a lot of the fans, I think, along the way, have sort of gotten smart to him and somewhat suspicious. And I've heard story after story after story. For wrestling fans who were at an event, at a show, where he was working and pretending to be me. And they go up to him either before or after the show, in a suspicious way, and go, hey, are you Bill Wilkes? Hmm. Are you the guy that worked in the WWF? Are you the guy that was tag team partners with Marcus Bagel and won the WCW World Tag Team Belts on two occasions? Are you the guy that worked in Japan with Stan Hansen and Tim Williams and Jerry Gordon? In this line or life, goes, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. He finds pictures of me. Not pictures of him dressed as me, but pictures of me. And I've heard story after story after story after story where people have bought by action figures. They've bought by DVD. And they've taken it to him, a guy that they thought was me. And he autographed it and he even told him, yeah, I'm Bill Wilkes. But that's sad. It's pathetic. It's cheap. I'm saying, but you know, I'm like, I'm sure it's been talked before, but how, like, you know, I just don't understand the situation. You own the rights to the, to the Patriot gimmick. You own the rights to everything, correct? Yes. And how is he that he's able to do that and get away with it and without any um, repercussions? Well, here, here's why. It would be very costly for me to retain a lawyer and to go after it. Gotcha. Very costly. And I, I'm not going to invest that kind of money to do it. Um, if that's how he feels, he can, if that's the only thing he thinks he can do, if he doesn't have enough confidence in himself to be Tom Brandy, 
It's kind of similar to the Doink situation where Matt Bourne, God rest his soul, was the original Doink. But I don't know how that got a hand because there's a lot of Doinks in the independent scene. So it's like there's not really a clear cut of who owns the Doink character because I thought Matt, you know, Matt Bourne owned that character. So it, it, it's just it reminds me sort of a similar situation like that. Do you know anything about that, the whole Doink situation or no? Well, I'm very familiar with it, but just knowing Vince the way I know him, I've worked for Vince. Yeah. It's just it's just crazy though because you know it's you know he he's out there wrestling and you know it, the paint is almost like you have your own doppelganger basically. That story is just, it's just it's, it's, I have no words. Wow. Yeah. 
I um, let me just get off that subject because it's just annoying. You know, Bret Hart just came out and recently said he has prostate cancer. I know you work with the hitman. Have you got in contact with him, or were you close like that, or what's your take on the whole situation? Well, I have not been able to contact him. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, through some other wrestlers, I have reached out uh, to get his information where I can't personally contact him, uh, and I'm going to do so. Um, I have nothing but admiration for Brett. Uh, he's, um, the only channel was business the right way. He was a true champ. Uh, he was serious about his craft and doing it the right way and making sure night after night after night that every person that bought a ticket got their money's worth and uh, worked hard. And I enjoyed the time that I worked with him and uh, the run that we had during the WWF. And uh, I'm praying for him. I'm pulling for him. Because you know, you know, you you, know, you didn't really had a long time in the WWE, but you know that when when you know that was like the feud that really got you know the Patriot going. You know, and, you know people who never you know because there's people who are just WWF fans and they're just WWF fans, WWE fans, and they don't watch All Japan or WCW or GWF. So not everybody saw your work. You know, I guess the kids would you know the kids they didn't really see your work, but you know the fans knew who you was, and you know everybody was so appreciative that you know you got up to main event status at you know quickly like you know it's almost like the comparison of AJ Styles now where he's already in main event statuses as soon as he debuted and just like you did you know you was really right up there right in the main event automatically you know if, if it wasn't for the injuries and stuff you know sky's the limit who knows what you know how far you could have exceeded you know going into the main event status in the WWE and in, in hindsight being 2020 do you feel like was was you rushed or you, you think um they should have like scaled you back a little bit like um more vignettes or something like uh, you know looking looking at it now and being older and wiser and seeing how you came in you think they could have done something differently with your debut oh no there was nothing anybody could have done it, it, it didn't end because of, of, of bad Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the um, the injuries really, you know, it came back to haunt you basically, right? It sort of bit you in the butt basically, right? Yeah, absolutely. The change that I had depended on my entire Back in time, where and when was the first wrestling match you've ever seen? I was 10 years old. It was at the Township Auditorium in my hometown of Columbia, South Carolina. It is a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful venue for wrestling. It's not a big building, uh, but it was built back in the 20s. Acoustics are great. The lighting was great. The stands were right on top of the ring. It was almost like you could reach out into the ring and touch the wrestlers from your seat. And a family friend, who was no longer with us, he died of cancer several years ago, but mm -hmm. he and his wife were real close to my mom and dad. He took me, and he knew I was a big wrestling fan. And uh, he took me on a Tuesday night to the Township Auditorium. And the only, the only thing I can remember about the card is that uh, the main event was Jack and Jerry Briscoe against Rip Hawk and Sweet Nancy. And uh, I was a huge Jack Briscoe, uh, Mark. I mean, Jack Briscoe was larger than life to me. I was a big football fan. I've always been a big sports fan. But to me, Jack Briscoe was better than Will Chamberlain. He was better than Johnny Unite. <laughs> he was the baddest thing off in the planet. Yeah. And I got to see Jack Briscoe that night. And it changed me. I lived there uh, as a 10-year-old boy. I, I, you know, I told him on the way home, I told our friend, I said, I'm going to do that one day. One day, y'all are going to come watch me in that same ring. And, of course, I was able to, to make that happen. But uh, that was my first live show. Wow. What would you do if you won the lottery? Oh, good question. Um, I would tithe 10%, like I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And then I would, I would take care of my family. Mm -hmm. Um we were talking about this at work the other day with some of the guys that I work with. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would, I would set money aside for my mom. I have a, my mom's 75 years old and, and we're fortunate that she's in great shape. Uh, but I've got a mentally handicapped 40 year old sister that, that stays with my mom and my sister. My mom takes care of her without court. And uh, I'd make sure that they never wanted for anything. I did the same thing for my brother and his wife and, for kids, I did the same thing for my kids, and uh, and then I think I would just uh, I just travel the world, uh, you know, just uh, I do 
fortunate that I've seen the world. I've been all over the world. But when you do it as a professional wrestler, uh, working night after night, you really don't get to see it. Uh, all you see is the inside of the marina somewhere, and the inside of the hotel room that you're going to sleep in. Outside of that, there's really not a lot of time for sightseeing and, and, and being able to enjoy where you're at, what part of the world you're in. So um, I do a lot of travel. Well, um, also, Dell, um, how would you, how, like, you know, with, you know, the Super Bowls happening this weekend, um, and you're a big-time football fan, as equal as a wrestling fan, um, how do you feel about this, um, Super Bowl matchup? Well, I, um, uh, I pay for the Broncos, I, I want to see Peyton uh, I, I feel like that it's pretty certain that this probably will be Peyton's last game. I would like to see him go out on top mm-hmm. with a win, uh, but I think it's going to be tough. I'm not, even though I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, and I'm only 90 minutes from Charlotte, I'm not a big cancer fan. Uh, uh, don't say that too loud. <laughs> I, I, I don't dislike him, but I don't like him either. I mean, they just bother me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, uh, I'd like to see the Broncos win, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think they're going to have a tough time doing it. Mm-hmm. I think the Panthers uh, this year are probably the best football team in the NFL. Cam's had a phenomenal year. Uh, they just got a lot of talent on that team on both sides of the ball. So I think it's really going to be an uphill battle for Denver to have a chance to win this thing. Another question, you know, Ric Flair, Steve Austin, Chris Jericho, Colt Cabana, Taz, everybody seems to have a podcast nowadays. Have, you know, speaking to you, you're really you're really very knowledgeable in all sports, on um, football, wrestling. Have you ever thought about venturing into that field? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have uh, just here recently, and uh, I've got a podcast that I have had uh, a lot of communication with uh, with some guys that, uh, that are going to come up from Florida later this month and help me get set up and help me in, in finding the things I need, buying the things I need to be able to, uh, I don't even own a computer. I, I, I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really ignorant when it comes to social media and technology and things like that. But again, thanks to Jackie, about three years ago, uh, I found out what Facebook was and got on Facebook and about a year ago, uh, through the help of her and Steve Austin, uh, got on Twitter, and then Steve was very helpful and sort of walking me through the process of what I needed to do on Twitter, and have got involved in that. So, yeah, I am very, very seriously considering uh, having my own podcast, and, and I would like for it to cover just that, not only for wrestling, but other sports as well. I, I love anything, uh, sports, anything to do with athletes and athletics and that. Uh, Wow, so is this an exclusive? Have you talked about this before? Well, I've talked about it with only a handful of people. I haven't, in this kind of setting, on a podcast, I haven't. It's the first time it's ever been brought up or that we've ever talked about it. Uh, but I've talked to the guys that, uh, that have a, the company in Florida that are going to come up and uh, later this month, as a matter of fact. And uh, it just helped me in getting things set up. Uh, it helped me in... in
I give you three names, three suggestions names? Okay, first one, this is the pretty much obvious, The Del Wilkes Show. It's pretty generic, but, you know, it's your name, but I don't know, you could probably work with that. Also, another one, Red, White, and Blue Podcast. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, uh, if you're not really feeling that. Um, the other one, it could be The All-American Podcast with Del Wilkes. I like all three of them. Oh, you do? Oh, all right, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. Because, you know, you have to represent America, and, and people who don't like it, they can love it or leave it if you don't want to, you know, if they don't like the way America or USA sounds in the title. But the All-American Podcast with Del Wilkes, which covers everything from sports, wrestling, um, you, you, know, every, you know, basically football. Of course, football is your passion as well. But, you know, basically football and wrestling, I think that would be excellent for you. Yeah, and other two that initially, and of course, this is the way I'm sure that she would lose uh, listeners, but... Uh, I am big time, big time. I, I'm, I, I am truly, truly a very patriotic person. I love my country, warts and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's not a perfect place, but it's the best that's ever been in the history of this world, the greatest mm-hmm. country. And I'm very, very in tune with politics and, and follow it. I uh, always have it's something that's very passionate about. And I was telling Kathy, I said, you know, I want to include some uh, a political side to that thing. And she said, no, you... You know, Jim Cornette is a very polarizing figure, and, you know, he has his own statements. Either you hear it, you like it, or you don't listen to it, but, you know, he pretty much says how he feels, and um, if that's something you want to do, I think you should do it, you know? You know, you know, you know just an old saying, um, opinions are like a-holes, everyone has one, so, you know, you shouldn't stifle your opinion, you should just say what's on your mind, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's opinions, you know, it, everything is subjective. If, you know, they don't like it, they don't have to hear it, but if they're fans of yours, they're going to respect your opinion. Well, you know, you're right about that. It's amazing how that uh, uh, we used to really, really preach in this country, and, and, and especially, you know, one political party is the freedom of expression, the freedom to be who you want to be, yeah. the freedom to say what you think and feel what you feel. But all of a sudden now, uh, that's not a cool thing. Yeah. You have to express yourself if you disagree with my viewpoint, and you bring that to you. It's, it's funny that... Uh, uh, you know, Jim and I, we were friends. And I probably didn't have a bigger ally when I was in the WWF and Jim. Jim, I mean, he worked for me big time and always has. He's been a big supporter of mine. And we couldn't be more opposite when it comes to our political viewpoints. Yeah. I mean, we're totally opposite of each other. But it's never presented a problem because I respect Jim. And he has the right to support and believe whatever he wants to believe. Politics and religion will not be a part of your broadcasting, basically, right? Valid point there, and uh, you know, if, if 
to that definitely want updates on this if this happens man definitely want to hear about this also just two more questions before i let you go what are your hobbies after you know a long day of work and then you know getting your dvds out what what how does del wilkes unwind what do you do to unwind News, all right. Now, are you a CNN guy as well, or you don't watch CNN, just Fox? No, I, I don't watch CNN. I think most Americans, I think that even in the prime time, their ratings are very, very low. Uh, but no, I, I, prefer, I prefer to watch Fox. Okay, okay. Um, are you a fan of Megyn Kelly as well? answer this if you don't want to, but um, who do you see becoming the next President of the United States? Well, I, I don't mind telling you, I'll support it again. You know, you know, I'll have a right to support me. I'm a huge Ted Cruz fan. Uh, I am a conservative. Uh, very conservative uh, with my politics, uh, with social issues. And uh, I think she is the most Reagan-like Final question for you, Del. What is Del Wilkes' favorite quote? What is Del Wilkes' what? Favorite quote. Beautiful, beautiful, Dell. Promote your social media. Promote anything you want to promote.
pictures, cards, cards from when I played college football wrestling cards from the WCW days. Uh, we've got masks, uh, just a ton of great stuff on there. And uh, I'll sign and autograph all of it. Uh, the prices are on the website uh, for each and every thing. The DVDs are 20 bucks for shipping and handling. Also, you can go to uh, my Twitter account, at Del Wilkes, and then my Facebook page, uh, at Del, uh, or Del Wilkes. And then we also have another one, Del the Patriot Wilkes. And also there on my website, you can keep up with our appearances and and anything we're going to be doing over the course of the year, we'll have it posted there as well. So, uh, www.dellthepatriotworks.com. Well, and hopefully we'll hear you on the All American podcast with Del Wilkes, <laughs> if that name is ever if that name is used. I have no idea if you're going to use it, but that'll be a good name. That sounds good, man. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the recommendations and suggestions. Not a problem. I'm sure you're going to get tons of Facebook and Twitter messages because everybody wants to give you a name if you put that out there. Hey, can somebody give me a name? I'm sure you're going to get tons of it. So don't worry about it. Well, to those that are listening. Uh, any suggestions you have, send them to us uh, via Facebook or, or via Twitter, and uh, we will obviously take everything into consideration. And so, there you go. Any recommendations you have, let us hear. Yep. And this is coming from the one true original, the Patriot, Del Wilkes. And hopefully, will there also, my last, this is probably my bonus question, will there be a DVD sequel, or that's pretty much it? No, there could be. Uh, we want to let this one run its course. Uh, and, uh, you know, give everybody an opportunity to see this and watch it. But uh, I'm never going to rule out anything. You know, three years ago, I would have never dreamed that I would have a DVD out. Uh, but here we do. We have one. It's been very well received uh, by the wrestling fans. We thank each and every one that supported uh, us for Kickstarter and then purchased the DVDs. If the WWE ever asks you if you want to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, would you accept the offer? Ladies and gentlemen, this is an exclusive. I have the one, the only, Miss Kathy Wilkes on the program. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, and I think this is probably your first interview, correct? All right, and um, how long um, you you knew Dell Wilkes? Um, tell me about how you guys got together. Nineteen seventy-seven, the week that Elvis died, and we were standing right beside the and um, we were in respect at St. Baptist camp, and um, my dad took us down there, and his family actually lived there, and. Um, I've known him for that long. Well, how, um, how was he in his young days? Was he always, well, of course he was always athletic, but um, how was he romance-wise? Was he, was he like suave, debonair? Well, he was a little bit of everything. Uh, he was a little bit of everything. Uh, he was a little bit of everything. Uh, 
were only like 16 years old. <laughs> so, um, you know, at a church camp, I wouldn't call him romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no. Oh, but was he was he a very friendly kid? Oh, smiling. He, he couldn't quit smiling for some reason. I don't know why. But um, yeah, we were we just started off as sweethearts, and you know, after a few months, you know, I went my way, he went his way, and we grew up, and. Uh, We've only been married for like three years, mm -hmm. but um, we dated way back in like 2002, but uh, then again, and uh, we reconnected in uh, 2013, and he actually proposed to me three times, the mm -hmm. first being in a tag. Then he called me and he said, did you get my text? <laughs> <laughs> he asked me again. And then on his day off, the next day off, he came and um, we went to this very romantic, sweet place. It was a winery up in uh, Wilkes County. And um, he asked me for the third time, you know, will you marry me? So uh, that was well, how was he dead at 16 and now, like, was there any difference? Of course, you know, there was differences, different philosophies back then, but um, how was he compared to when he was younger? Well, he's always had a big foot. I just remember a size 15 foot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, just remember him being tall, dark, and handsome, and of course, that and James either. Let me ask you this question. How was married life to a professional wrestler? Well, it's only been for three years. Mm -hmm. And I guess I miss the actual professional wrestler of, um, you know, him not being at home kind of thing and out uh, all over the world. Um, you know, I missed all of that. And... Um, I guess I am thankful for that, but, um, you know, he's, just because you don't play football anymore, just because you don't wrestle anymore, doesn't mean you aren't, he still has that same <laughs> aggressiveness and uh, oh. way about him that is, um, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, he's not a little wimp. Yeah. <laughs> but neither am I. <laughs> you know, you're both, you're, you're the yin to the yang with each other then. Yeah. Well, I was going to say also to follow up on what are the most ups and downs you've dealt with being married? My children are like four hours away. Yeah. And, um, my sister, and until last year, my dad was about two and a half hours away. So it's, you know, just missing family, familiarity of, uh, I love Columbia, and I live a lot of people in Columbia now. Uh, but, you know, whenever you move to 
where someone else is, it's that you, you miss the familiar mm-hmm. um, of the town. Yeah. That would be the only yeah. Um, um, have you ever done anything questionable and regret it later? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> and if I did, I don't remember what it was because anything questionable or anything like that, I mean, come on, learn from it, go pick yourself up, get up, come on, go, get it out of the way, just don't look back, just go forward yeah. and make the rest of your life the best day and just enjoy life. Enjoy life. Yep. Um, also, um, and, um, my next question, what is the greatest and worst moments in your life? God, what, well, what is, what is the, how is the water and the milk like over there? Jeez. ex-wives that write tell-all books. Um, if you ever write a tell-all book, um, what would it entail? Okay, for example, um, like today, someone actually was putting my husband down. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And stating something about steroids. Yeah. Or, or so many drugs or pills or something. And to me, no, I take up for my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, no, uh, you don't, you don't put my husband down. Mm-hmm. He is good. He's the best speaker I've ever heard. I don't care if he is my husband. He is the best speaker I've ever heard in my life. I mean, he should be working for ESPN Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have his own podcast. He should be out there doing that for a living. He mm-hmm. is wonderful at it. And he has, he's a very talented and he brags on me about how talented that I am and that I know how to do everything. Yeah. But he is, is so awesome. He's he, he just great. Yeah. He's you... wonderful. And I, I mean, there's hardly any negative to... Oh, we're both stubborn-headed and we <laughs> have a little... I'm not going to say argument. I will disagree with him, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's okay. I still love him. He still loves me at the end of the day, and it's, everything's wonderful and happy. But um, just because I disagree with something doesn't mean that I don't love him. Yeah. But, you know, it's like my, for example, when the boys were young, you know, they might like a true um, um, mother goose spoken like a true mother goose <laughs> yeah best patriot oh, excuse me best patriot um also um you are also the one that pretty much runs everything with the del wilkes website and the whole dvd stuff right people go through you like if they want to order the dvds of um the the patriot del wilkes story Secretary, okay. <laughs> if he wants me to help him do something, I will. He goes to the post office every day, hardly ever misses a day, mm-hmm. and goes and ships out everybody's packages, you know, almost, like I said, on a daily basis. And um, I'm with him sometimes when he goes, but... Uh, if he needs me to do anything for him. Actually, three years ago, just when we first got married, I walked, we both walked, gracious, couple of miles a day, religiously. And I would go up to the library, and I would, um, I made 
his web. No, actually, it was the official page for Dale the Patriot Wilk. Mm-hmm. The lawyer said to to make sure to name it that. Yeah. What the trademark And then um, I had made the legend, Gamecock legend. He was in that book. Yeah. So I actually put that book into a Facebook page. And then also on the wrestlers. And I really emphasized on all of the 80 or 90 different wrestlers that he had been in business with that have passed away over the, the ones that he's, you know, mainly been connected with. Yeah. Uh, I, I help with all of that. If someone asks me a question, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like give a little bit of detail and uh, put him in touch with all of his Actually, too. Also, I'm sure you know about this. What's the story with the other guy using the Patriot gimmick? Like, is there anything that could happen to whoever's using the Patriot gimmick? Oh, they can knock themselves out. Um, <laughs> they can So my next question, um, who is your best friend? Who's my best friend? Yes. Um, my sister, my son, and those three people right there are my best, best friends, yeah. Oh, 
Kathy, um, what do you like to do in your spare time? Like, you know, what's your favorite movies? What's your favorite hobbies, food? We watch old black and white movies. The can on the hot tin roof. Yeah. We we enjoy that one. Yeah, Anything with Paul Newman in it, the old one in Liz Taylor. Yeah. Um, food, I like spinach. Yeah. We like to cook a lot. We like to cook together. Yeah. He actually sometimes makes me think What is Dale's um, passion specialty in the kitchen? Like, what what is um, Dale's signature dish? wife and you're always close with him um i don't know if you would admit this but is he always in pain does he deal with pain every day i would say 90 percent of the time yeah yeah is it like bad pain no well like i say just 90 percent of the time i mean you can tell by the way you walk yeah and uh but then you know, he he just pushes himself, whether he's hurting or not. I mean, it will go walking. And um, actually, when we first got married, we walked so much that his artificial knee, the kneecap, came off. And it was, it didn't stick out of the skin, but it raised the skin up an inch on his knee. Oh my God! The, you know, the top of it, and it was just, you know, he goes to the doctor. It's like, oh, you know, you're doing something too much. I'm like, okay, we're well, gonna have to slow down and walk it when you get your new knee. And we have slowed down just a little. Yeah. Do you have any injuries yourself? That any um, ailments yourself that you're dealing with? Oh, Lord, no, I don't even take a blood pressure pill. I don't take any medicine from my doctor. I don't even take the Tylenol. Mm. Um, the worst thing I do would probably drink a 
monster once in a while. Just give me some extra energy. <laughs> a <But> monster? <laughs> once in a while, I'll drink a monster or Red Bull or something. Just give me some, so I can make an extra round whenever I'm walking. But, um, that's it. Um, it, really, as far as his thing, I mean, he, I know he's hurting. Yeah. And there's a lot of times that, um, you know, whenever you see someone not acting like themselves and, like, something's wrong, and I'm like, uh, you know, are you mad at me or what's wrong? And it will be something like, you know, oh, my leg is killing me or my hand or whatever part of his body that in the excruciating pain stage. That's what it will be. But, you know, he's had 15 surgeries, so I don't expect him to act like a spring chicken (laughs) (laughs) when we're just old, you know. My final question to you, um, Kathy, what would the Kathy Wilkes of today tell the Kathy Wilkes of yesterday? Thank you so much for speaking with me, and um, I appreciate that. And um, plug anything. Um, does it um, plug um, the website for Dell?
Yeah. Um, um, Del's probably listening to you right now, so um, have you, do you have a message for Del before I let you go? <laughs> Thank you so much, Kathy, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one.